0: Hey everyone, I'm David Goldberg with Sarah McGoldrick and welcome to another episode of Media Gold, a podcast by the Gold Clover Group. And before we get into today's topic, some sad news uh, this week uh, in the entertainment world. I just want to touch on quickly uh, Dustin Diamond, the guy who played um, Samuel Screech Screech Powers on Saved by the Bell, uh, dead at 44 after a brief uh, battle with lung cancer apparently.
1: Yeah, that's that's really really sad. It's sad now that uh like we were talking about before we went on the air that we're at that age now where some of our, you know, teen idols are starting to pass away even if they are really really young. So that that was so sad to hear today. He was he was cool. He was different. He was one of those guys who he was only on, you know, Saved by the Bell for a few years, but he was able to parlay that into a very unique career after the fact. I know he did some interesting videos later on, um, but you know he was he was just always loved.
0: Yeah, and you know you have to remember he was a child star, and mm-hmm. what happened later in adult his adult life after Saved by the Bell was like a byproduct of that. And yeah. I remember he came out with this a book, and it was called Behind the Bell and it was all these allegations of crazy, you know, weird sexual things that were going on with the cast at the time, you know, stuff we don't need to repeat here. Um, but it just showed it showed you if they were true, like there probably was some weird stuff going on cuz you know it's show yeah. business. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, you hear that from a lot of stars. I mean, um uh Jodie who was Mich- not Michelle Tanner. Stephanie. Stephanie Tanner, it wasn't, it never, you know, never said anything about bad sexual things happening, but, you know, being a child star mm-hmm. is part, part, partially what got her into drugs and alcohol, you know, that like gets, it's a tough life when you're young and in front of the cameras and have all these adult situations around you.
0: Mm-hmm. But I remember, uh, you know, Saved by the Bell, it was like my first, because I watched like every day before I went to school. And, um, I remember my dad like would watch it with me and he'd be like, you know, like high school isn't really like that. Right. It's not like <laughs> the, the same three kids, like doing all the activities and there's nerds and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got the high school, you know, it actually kind of was like that <laughs> oh, me, high, so. school,
1: high school was like Degrassi, OG Degrassi, Degrassi, Degrassi not the Drake Degrassi, right. but the original Degrassi junior high, Degrassi high. That was, uh, that was my childhood.
0: <laughs>
1: we weren't cool <laughs> we're still not cool <laughs>
0: maybe, one day. maybe um, one day so uh today uh episode 21 of the media podcast and uh today we're going to talk about professional Associations. Um, You know, there's a lot of groups out there that can promise to help you grow your network, grow your career, develop you as an individual, help you get the new uh, skills and tools to improve your business and get your personal brand out there. Um, But there's so many to choose from, and people, all these people trying to get your money. Um, So, how do you know which ones are useful or if they're useful at all? So, we're going to kind of run down, you know, about five different points here. Um, kind of like a vetting process uh, to see if it's something uh, that is right for you. Um, so let's start with number one, does it fit your niche, Sarah?
1: Right. Uh, I, like you said, there are so many different groups out there promising to connect you with people in your industry or you know offer you the credits that you need to advance your career. Um, but you know at a price, so uh, it's important that if, if you are going to join a, 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 an association, and I'm not saying that there's a reason not to or a reason to join. It's, it's totally up to you if, you if you think you see the value. But if you're going to, make sure you pick one that suits what you're working in, what you're interested in, so that you're not paying money to join a group that isn't even relevant to you. So if you're an entrepreneur, try and find some entrepreneur associations. If you're a marketer, find some marketing associations. Be very clear in in the direction you want to go in when it comes to associations because you want to be sure that if you join, you're going to be able to take advantage of all that they, they promise to offer
0: exactly and um you know you're talking about like you don't want to waste your time or money more importantly so number two you want to look at the costs that are associated are you being charged uh, a yearly monthly weekly daily fee um and you know what um what is your money going to um, once they're taking all these fees how are they giving that back to the community that you're now a part of is this going into heavily subsidized Um, future workshops, uh, networking events, education courses, or is it just being pocketed by the people who are organizing it? These are like important questions to ask. Um, Exactly.
1: You don't don't want an organization that's just taking your money to pay its staff Mm -hmm. unless you feel you're actually getting some benefit out of the group. And you also don't want an organization where if you pay the fee, And then they have a conference, you know, are you paying more fees on top of that, on top of that, on top of that. So, you know, make sure that they lay out where your money is going so you can decide if you're getting your return on investment.
0: Yeah, and you know, and, and for looking for the best bang for your buck, um, you can look into is there different levels of a membership. Maybe there's like a premium deluxe that you don't really need and you just want to get like the basic, uh, basic benefits and uh, that could lead to uh, some big savings. The basic stuff could just be like, you know, basic uh, networking access to certain people, whereas the deluxe is, you know, you get all these extra materials and things, but Maybe you don't need the T-shirt and the hat and everything else. Um, you know, you just want the basic bones. So, something to look into. Make sure you get the good value.
1: Well, and keep in mind too that if you're if you're joining this association, um, think think about where it's located as well when it comes to costs. If you're joining something and you live on the East Coast, but everything's happening on the West Coast, and it's going to mean a lot of travel. When and if we get to travel again. Um, maybe it's smarter to just pick a group that's closer to you so that you're not paying extras to enjoy membership benefits.
0: Yeah. And like they need you more at the end of the day, they need you more than you need them to keep their thing going. So don't be afraid to like interview them, grill them, ask lots of questions. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. Um,
0: Uh, Which leads us to who is running this thing, right?
1: Exactly. Uh, Anybody these days can start an association. Um, so you want to be sure that the the person or people who are running it actually know what they're doing, that they belong to the industry itself, that they have the experience and the knowledge, that they're not just on a board because it, it pays or on a board just for their own clout, that they, they actually care about making sure that you are getting the benefits from being a member. Um, and, you know, like, take the time. Everybody's on LinkedIn these days. So... Take the time to go on the website, see who's managing the organization, and then cross-reference that with, you know, their LinkedIn profiles or, you know, Google them and see if any articles about them pop up or, you know, just see the level of uh, of like knowledge, exactly, engagement with the industry. Is this, you know, something that they've been doing for a long time? It'll, it'll really just help you understand whether the people you're handing your money to are going to use it smartly and wisely and invest it hopefully back into you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you can find some clues pretty easily. You can like go through their social media, see, like, you know, if if they haven't posted an update for like, you know, since 2019, um, that's probably a red flag. You want something that has lots of uh, commitment to providing the latest updates for your industry, lots of transparency into how they're spending uh, the, Uh, the money, if they're um, trying to do like PR and stuff uh, for their members, getting them profiled in, you know, trade publications for the industry, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, well, and see who they're partnered with as well, because most uh, networking associations will have partners within the industry and and usually high profile ones, because they will be usually sponsors of events or conferences that these groups put on. So if you see that a lot of, um, you know, industry bigwigs or industry, you know, like the top, top tier corporations and that sort of thing are partnering with this association, then it might be worth your time investing. But at the same time, see what that partnership really means. Does it just mean that it gives them, you know, carte blanche to, you know, promote their business? you know, so that it's it's heavily, heavily focused on on, you know, learning about them as opposed to learning what you actually need to know. Or is it, you know, they're invested in this association because, you know, they believe in what they're doing and want to ensure that the members are getting something out of it as well.
0: Totally. Um, which kind of brings us to number four and the value of everything kind of touched on earlier, but um, you know, really ask and you know write out, write it out like what um, are you going to be getting from giving these people your yearly or monthly fee? Um, are they going to give you, uh, the latest, like roundup in industry news, uh, the latest, you know, um, like research papers about what people are talking about in your industry? Are you going to get, um, is there education included? Um, you know, credits that you can like add to your LinkedIn, add to your resume, say I'm now certified and in such and such
1: yeah like there's so many um, associations out there that, that kind of take your money and run really so you want to be sure that again like i said the the return on investment is there so are you are you getting that opportunity to really network and grow um, and invest in yourself you know to hopefully improve your own business um, or are they just, are they just, you know, okay, yeah, uh, you're part of our membership now here. You can, you can, uh, you know, here's your membership badge essentially here. You can say you belong to us, but you're really getting nothing out of it. And if you're not, then it's time to look somewhere else.
0: Yeah. I just do that digging. Like I'm in one of my other jobs, like I actually belong to a union and, uh, you know, everybody, uh, chips in 2% uh, of their paychecks and, you know, a lot of people will be there for years and they'll start belly aching, and they'll say like, oh, like I'm not getting anything. Why are they taking my money? Can I opt out? And then you're just like, well, have you ever like looked into what is actually available to you? Because you can actually go to all these like courses and training, uh, for free for like weeks at a time and your salary's covered, mm-hmm. um. And you're getting like these world, this world class education and these labor relations issues. So um, it, it is really like your responsibility to uh, to make it make it the most out of it.
1: Well, that's true. like a lot of associations as well. Aside from education and resources, do you have access, like you know, just like a union would, an association would have access to insurance. Um, you know, like in investment opportunities, a lot of a lot of ways that you can, you know, protect yourself and your business.
0: Yeah, so, legal counsel. Ex-
1: exactly. So, you know, like it could be worth it from a financial perspective, just those benefits alone that, you know, if you wanna went, went at it alone, uh, might cost you a fortune. A lot of associations may get you discounts at uh, you know, the places you you buy your, you know, office supplies or computer. you know. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I know. At one time, I don't think they do anymore. Um, teachers used to get a discounted Apple, uh, you know, through being members of unions and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. you know, aside from just the membership itself, take the time to read the brochure and see what other extras you can you can get out of it.
0: And so kind of, this leads us to our last point um, for this episode, which is like, okay, you've done all the research, you've asked all the questions, you've looked into everything, and you know, it just doesn't seem for you. Or maybe you just you just don't have the budget for it right now. That's fine. Because um, as we've talked about in many other episodes, there's so many uh, opportunities online for like a much lesser cost or even in most in a lot of cases free mm-hmm. um, for ways for you to network with people. We're talking about LinkedIn groups um, of Facebook groups, other social media. There's like people who, you know, all work together and post, you know, jobs in their industry and give each other tips and ask each other for feedback and bounce off ideas and post uh, their work and, and say like, Hey guys, what do you think of like my latest ad campaign I just created? Um, So, and you know, that stuff's all free. Um,
1: mm. Oh, we've, we've definitely learned this week uh, after the whole, Reddit situation that there are lots of, uh, online and cloud opportunities to <sighs> network and learn and, you know, share information without having to pay for it. I mean, it's a, it's a new reality out there that, um, you know, this, this next generation of business minded people are not going to pay for something if they're not getting real value out of it. And if they find they aren't, then they'll just start something on their own. So if if you yourself are running one of these associations or organizations you need to ch- check yourself and see if you're providing your members with quality content and information and resources or you know like are you are you losing members because you're not just you're not giving them that anymore and you know they're out there looking for something else so you know they're they're looking for alternatives too so you need to be looking at alternative ways to to attract new members and hold on to them
0: but don't go looking for alternative podcasts about digital marketing because
1: absolutely not
0: this is the only only one you need (laughs) um and you know we want to be as relevant as possible we don't want to lose people so if we're not talking about something that you want to hear about let us know um send us your questions digital marketing questions always to uh, www.goldclovergroup.com or find us on social media, all the channels, at Gold Clover Group.
1: And don't forget to catch us every Wednesday wherever you listen to your podcasts.